All right, everyone. Hope you brought your geek because it's time to get it on. Hey, guys. This is JP out in San Diego. Uh, I try because I love the challenge training and I love the sense of accomplishment I get from racing. Uh, great job on the podcast. Keep up the good work. Hey, Iron Will and Tri Geek Kahuna. This is Eric from Cleveland. And I try, well, I don't know exactly why I try. It's actually been a part of my life for the past three, four years that I can't imagine my life without triathlon. I do it because I like it, it keeps me fit, and I like the results out of it. And also all the people that I've met along the uh, years and uh, at all the races, and uh, reading uh, Tri Geek Dreams and Through the Wall. So uh, I guess I try because I like it a lot, and I like all the people that I deal with. Can't wait to hear your next podcast. Thanks a lot, guys. Hey there, this is Curly Sue from Cleveland, Ohio, and I um, actually can't believe I'm calling because in, uh, I really don't want to hear my voice on that podcast, but um, I'm braving it. Anyway, I just wanted to say that I just listened to um, the last podcast while I was riding my bike, and um, something clicked, you know? Um, you were talking about, or someone was talking about how you don't want to define yourself by what you, the races, and um, I guess it just made me realize that um, it's just like music, you know, um, and so that's why it's such a good fit for me, and so that's why I try. Um, you you have to keep working and plugging away at something you're not quite sure is going to work out, and you do it because you love it and not because of the results as far as how other people may define them. So anyway, I'm not sure if that makes sense, but I just wanted to say um, thanks for making something click with me. Alright, bye. Aloha triathletes. Welcome to Get Your Geek On, the show designed to get you all geeked about the sport of triathlon, whether you are just thinking about doing your first sprint triathlon or you're an Ironman veteran. That's right. So if you're willing to sacrifice for something that's greater than you, you've come to the right place. Hi, I'm the TriGeek Kahuna, podcasting from the TriGeek Dreams Labs in the OC, Orange County, California. And this is Iron Will, coming to you from just outside the Windy City, from the Through the Wall World Headquarters. All right, show number six. Six? Six times the charm? No. <laughs> well, it's gonna be it's gonna be a good show. Um, we've, we've got a we got a real surprise a triathlete. Usually we. Um, Kind of tip them off that we're calling them, but this is going to be a a, a surprise for um, Hilburn. Yeah, we've heard so much about Hilburn. Hilburn is the one who uh, was hit by a car um, and is missing part of her hip and part of her glute, and yet she tries on anyway. So um, we're going to call her. That that'll be fun. It's an inspirational talk to her. I hope she's she's around um, to, for the surprise. And we've got uh, your coach's corner. Yes, we definitely have that, and uh, I think we're we're wrapping up the end of your interview with Mad Mel, right? Yeah, we are. This is uh, where she pledges her undying love for me, and um, <laughs> and promises to not ignore me when I uh, hook up with her at the Temecula Xterra, um, whatever it is, race out, out in uh, Southern California. So, and I'm scared to death by by the way of um, of it because these they go like straight uphill on these mountain bikes. I have no idea how oh, to do that. Man. So. Um, I'm a little. Hey, you're gonna get. Oh, I was go, gonna say you're gonna get all like muddy and everything. That's I know. Kind of. That's gonna be kind of hot. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I, I, uh, 
I hate bugs and out camping and stuff like that. So I, I ho- hope I'm not too dirty. But no, it'll be it'll be he'll be fun. I'm not going to be a, a wussy about it. Um, but I could see me finishing like in last place, and Mel just thinking, "Oh my God, this guy is a dork." <laughs> Uh, so. Well, I highly doubt that. You can just tell her that uh, you can just bust out your 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 accent there and uh, pretend to be Jason Statham. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you, you saw me last night, didn't you? On your, uh, I did. I watched um, I watched Transporter two, and it was the weirdest thing to watch this movie and because you're like all in it, you know right, what I mean? Right, right. And I can't take him. I can't take him seriously. <laughs> going around kicking all these guys' butt, and uh, all I can see is you on a surfboard. Yeah, he, and uh, it was he, funny. It's a great movie, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> let's just say it's a good thing that Jason Statham took his shirt off a few times in that flick. Yeah, I think that that was the uh, allure. And um, finally, we're going to wrap up with your try life lessons, which which. Uh, it become, I think, the most popular feature on our show. So congratulations oh, well, on that. Nice of you to say. So, so what's going on with you? How, how was your weekend? Oh my gosh, we were so busy. A friend of mine um, actually came in from San Diego. It's one of my best friends, and uh, we um, we hooked up, and she told me all of this amazing stuff about San Diego. So I'm really, really considering someday moving out there, but. Um, you know, until then we're gonna we're gonna try to get out there next um, December 2007 and hang out for a, a week or two. So um, get your uh, surfing surfing lessons down. Oh and, yeah. And will ready. <laughs> That'll be good. We'll, we'll also uh, plan a ride down there and uh, oh yeah and uh, come meet you. And, uh, that'll be great. That'll be great. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. So. Um, and how, how about training? Anything with training? Oh, yeah, see, and that's the thing is I've, like, the past few days, things have been going so fast, and I'm, I, I really got to get my act together again. So I missed my workout yesterday <gasps> and today. I know. It's, oh, my I'm, God. I'm in big trouble. So, but this, fortunately, this is a two-day or four-day weekend, so I can uh, really cram it tomorrow, so. All right, good. And, um, <laughs> hey, we got a, we got a shout-out from, um, Simply Stew on his on his podcast. He he was uh, very complimentary about our show and uh, he's the best, isn't he? Yeah, he's really great. And speaking of that, um, he has a surprise for me tomorrow, and um, I'm so geeked about it. And he actually told me what your surprise is, and uh, but I'm not going to tell you. Well, first of all, <laughs> what, what what's your surprise? Well, or can you say? I I can't say. You can't say. But Come on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, I can say. What, okay, ahead. it's well, it's supposed to be a surprise, um, but I don't know. He, I, I see. This is a weird situation because um, I think she thinks it's a surprise. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I'm like, I don't know if I, I'm gonna have to talk to him and find out if I'm supposed to like act all surprised or what. But it doesn't matter because I'm gonna act the same way that I would act if I were surprised because of who it is. Uh huh. Um, She's like my hero, so uh, we're the same height, and she's all about core performance. Um, and uh, ah, just, this she's is just amazing. Jess, so, Jesse Stenslin. Yeah, so he's actually hooked up um, with Jesse Stenslin for me, so I'm so excited to talk to her. Um, wow. So be t- yeah, tomorrow I get to talk to her, and I'm so excited about that. And I'm going to actually have um, clips of it. So we'll be able to play it um, maybe in uh, in part of our next show. Oh, very cool! You know, I've I've met her before. 
Yeah. I, I think she thought I was the weirdest person. No. <laughs> we, na- we named her uh, Tri-Diva for uh, Tri-Geek Dreams, and, and she was in a race that I was at. And I'm like, I think that's Jesse Stenslin. So I, I you know, went up and I said, hey, are you the Tri-Geek Dreams Tri-Diva 2005? She's just like, <laughs> it's like who is this total loser? And uh, she says, yeah. And I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm the kahuna. <laughs> So funny, but she was she was very nice, and um, uh, she has some muscles on her. Yeah, that's why she's such a stud. And I'm like, okay, give me. I have 30 weeks to look like that. So. Wow. Yeah. Well, you, you she never missed weekend workouts though. Yeah, I know. She never had two kids and and all kinds of other stuff. Uh, either, I know. So. I know. I'm with you. I'm with you. Um, and. Um, how about, well, you might as well get to this thing that you're going to really hammer me on. Um, oh, yeah. Um, I got to tell you. Uh, let everybody out there in in Internet world get a little comfortable. Go ahead and and pause the background music and uh, lean back in the chair a little bit because this is going to require your undivided attention, I think. <laughs> um Kahuna, I, I have a few things that need to be addressed. Number one is uh, the well, first of all, have you read my blog? You know, I, I purposely left it up for a few days without putting a new post up, just to make sure that you had plenty of access to it and you wouldn't have to scroll or anything like that. Um, but did you happen to see the freaking Buick-sized jellyfish? On my uh, on my blog. Yeah, and this is this is in response to a couple of shows ago, or maybe even last <laughs> show. You talked about you're scared to be eaten by a jellyfish. Yeah. And, and uh, that's a really neat picture of a jellyfish. Um, <laughs> but I don't see any teeth or anything. But you know what they do, Kahuna? When they're that big, they sting you to death, and then they absorb you. Like <laughs> they absorb you. They absorb you. That's how they eat. They sting you to death, and then they absorb you, like, like you know, like being a fly trap or something. I'm telling you, now it's like a science fiction movie. So they eat you like that, <laughs> which is worse than if they had teeth. Now they how would you like to be absorbed? There's no way a jellyfish is going to absorb you. And suck. how do they eat them? How do they eat? Well, they can absorb. I mean, they 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 can you know. Get little fish or whatever, but they're not, not going to okay, absorb but a human being. When they're being. that big, what are they going to eat? Like five thousand little Nemo's? No, if they see <laughs> you swimming around out there, they're going to be like lunch. Now there, now there is in Hawaii a thing called the box jellyfish that if it stings you, you're in big trouble. But um, jellyfish, you know, I, <laughs> unless unless the thing was like like as big as your house or something. Um, Do you not see how big that? That's like twice, three well, times the size of that dude. Swim in the diver. Go look on her site. It's it's the guy. The the there's a thing called like perspective and stuff. And, and oh uh, my god, that, that jellyfish know, okay, is okay. All right, let me give you some numbers, Kahuna. They are the biggest one recorded was seven feet across. Across that means wide, seven feet wide. Okay, is and and that's bigger than you. Are you seven feet tall, Kahuna? Almost. Okay, so <laughs> that's a no. <laughs> so I'm telling you what, if that thing comes swimming up next to you, you're going to swim like hell away from it, aren't you? I I will, but um, I'm, I wouldn't. I'd be worried about getting getting a little um, poison in me, but I wouldn't worry about being. Would you say absorbed? 
absorbed. Absorbed. <laughs> like a Venus flytrap. <laughs> well, in, in California, the um, there may be a foot across, and uh, they do sting when you run into them, but you, you have no danger of being eaten by them. Well, not by the little brothers and sisters, but <laughs> you run across Big Mama, then I'm telling you. And so you're going to have to go to um, uh, Japan, right? Yeah, but, you know, Japan's just a float away from <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, well, we'll be on the lookout for that out here. <laughs> and we'll see. Okay, and the other thing that uh. must be addressed I've, I seem to recall a little while ago you giving no small amount of hell to um, a, an individual who just got done with his workout and was all sweaty and nasty and jumped off uh, or jumped into the pool. Mm-hmm. Rather, I seem to remember you actually stopping the man and saying, "Look, this is not your bathtub. Go take a shower because that's nasty." Right. Did, did this not occur? Uh, that is true, counselor. Okay, uh, so. Now it seems to uh, it seems to have come to light that you put certain bodily fluids into the pool, and let's specify because this could be a lot worse of a conversation. Yeah, um, you pee in the pool, Kahuna. I'm I I'm not a chronic peer, <laughs> but there upon occasion I do pee in the pool, and, and <laughs> here, here's the here's the deal. Okay, that may sound gross to you. But I and this this is I was thinking about this because everybody got so grossed out. But I think when you are a swimmer, which clearly you're not, you know what I mean. Oh. <laughs> but but you, you know, if you grew up if you grew up with swim workouts and everything else, I don't think any swimmer ever got out of the pool when they're on a swim team or water polo team or whatever to pee. It just what like the it was just like the culture to pee in the pool. Urine is is sterile. And you know, and and for some reason, like the gross factor. <laughs> so just, why aren't you making tea with it then, if it's sterile? Because it's nasty. Well, it doesn't taste good. Um, oh, <laughs> I don't want to know why you know that. But um, uh, but I think that that um, grossness uh, uh, factor has been you know uh, washed away from me. So I didn't realize uh, how gross <laughs> it was for for people. And but here's what's interesting is that um, it's going to gross you out because you're you're a little. Um, compulsive about this stuff is the uh <laughs> I did a poll on my on my website and fifty percent of the people said they peed in the pool. Fifty. Uh, five oh. So oh. and then Robostu Robo called me and said, Now when you pee in the pool, do you like pee in one lane and then like move over a couple lanes? <laughs> <laughs> that was his technique. And, he pees in the pool? Uh huh. Oh, Robo, no! But I do have some weird rules, and this is this is why it doesn't make sense. But if I'm in a indoor pool, especially a small indoor pool, I don't pee in the pool. For some reason, okay. that's gross to me. But if I'm on a large, you know, Olympic-sized outdoor pool, that's no problem. Oh my God! So the whole thing—I don't know. It's it's it seems like. If it's too enclosed, it's it's not right. But if it's going to be diluted and you know sunshine and absorbed. everything else, absor- absorbed. <laughs> so that is you know there's there's like a couple of things that I've regretted put on my on my blog, and that actually was one of them. I thought that would be a big hit with people, but because I was listening to actually Amanda Beard uh, was on. Um, 
Howard Stern show, and one of the first questions he asked um, after, you know, have you done any lesbian acts, was, um, uh. did, um, have you ever peed in the pool? And she's like, yeah, you know, all the time, every workout. And he's like, what about, what about the Olympics? Like, did you pee? She goes, oh, yeah, it's like before the race, and you got to, you know, empty out, and I, I peed in the, the pool I won the, uh, the Olympics in. When, oh, and uh, so, but that's like this. I think that's the swimmer mentality. So one of the for people who um, aren't the swiftest swimmers, I think if you start peeing in the pool, you'll you'll get so, oh. some of the the mojo of a of a swimmer. Okay, that logic is so off. <laughs> I got to tell you, I understand the whole peeing in the lake principle from the open water swims and stuff because it's like a lake. But a pool where you can't. I mean, I know there's like filtration and all that stuff, but it's just like. I don't know. Maybe it's like my my fourth grade summer camp mentality, where they told you that you were going to get like a red ring that was going to form around you. Yeah, yeah. Or something. But I really think they should institute that so that we could identify the pool peers <laughs> and stay very far away from them. But I really want to know, um, my my friend here, how it's possible that you had a problem with sweaty runner guy not jumping in the pool. You know what I mean? But it's okay to pee in the pool. Um, yeah, that would seem to be a contradiction. Um, yes, it, yes, it would, actually. I th- yeah, this would be the moment of, this is the tension building here, ladies and gentlemen. No, I'm... I'm t- so you admit, Kuna, <laughs> that it's disgusting for it, an individual to pee in the pool. Well, first of all, that was an indoor pool that the guy was jumping into, so that was a different level of pool and secondly so you, so you have my friend runner stanko master jumping into an outdoor pool and you wouldn't say anything to him at that point mm, pro- pro- and he's jumping uh, in your lane you're okay. gonna have to share lanes with him okay i'm 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 uh <laughs> i'm laid open i i you know this doesn't make sense but uh <laughs> it doesn't make sense I just was so pissed at that guy, you know. Was, well, pissed would be the wrong word. I was um, <laughs> so angry at that guy. But anyway, um, let's let's go to uh, let's go to some of our correspondence. I rest that my way. case. All right, all right. <laughs> and if anybody, if I swim with anybody out there, um, I will not pee in the pool if I know you. How will we know? The red ring is a myth. It's an urban legend. We'll never know. I know. I know. No. I well, you have my word. Um, that's good for something. Hey, I wanted to read a, a letter. It didn't even come to us, but um, I think we could just, uh, it's kind of an um, unsolicited testimonial about our podcast. It's, um, do you want to hear this? Yeah. It's from uh, Sulla69, um, and he, he did this on the um, beginning triathlete or beginnertriathlete.com website, and um, he's talking about podcasts, and uh he said, I don't know if this is the right place to post this, but I thought I'd share my thoughts here in hopes that someone may find one of these shows as useful as I have. Podcasts make for great training partners. And then he talks about what a podcast is. I find it inspiring to put on a, headphones on and jump on the trainer and listen to um, what they have to say about triathlon. In my opinion, Get Your Geek On is the most entertaining, informational, and professionally produced triathlon-based <laughs> podcast out there. He sounds absorbed. He's 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 absorbed. Um, uh, But trust me, the show is great. Be sure to listen to the shows every um, from the start 
to date there are only five shows um, that are each about an hour long with new shows released each Friday. Um, so that was, I mean, we don't even know this guy. No. And yeah, I wonder. I, I, he, I have, that name doesn't even sound familiar. So. And, uh, and yeah, I like the professionally produced thing, too, because it's... Uh, it's hard. <laughs> I don't. I don't feel like they're professionally produced. So that's uh, that's good. It's to to know they sound that way. Um, yeah. So do you do you have a um a regular email letter? Um, I didn't, but I can get one. Oh, you know what? Well, let me give you. I'll give you one more then. This is from Claire, and Claire wrote us um this weekend actually and said, uh, "Hi guys, I just want to tell you both what an awesome." day I had, awesome's all capitalized, and you two are the ones who got it going. I spent two hours on the training and listened to the latest podcast. You're right. They just keep getting better. Thanks so much for all the time and hard work that you put into these podcasts. I'm sure I speak for many, many people when I say they're well worth it. Um, then she went to go see a bike show. Um, she met that the nun that's done um, 31 Ironman. Um, oh. We should get her on the show. That'd be, that'd be cool. Oh, gosh. Wouldn't that be incredible? But I don't know. She, you're, she may um, she may sense um, Satan, you know, with us. Uh, <laughs> and try to. Uh, well, when she finds out that you paint a pool, for sure. Oh yeah, I think I, I think that's uh, yeah, that's a ticket straight to hell in uh, <laughs> in Catholicism. I, I do have a letter when you're done. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, that's done. Dear Willem Kuhn, just enough to tell you I enjoy the podcast, especially Coach's Corner and Try Life Lessons. Aww. Uh, okay, especially try life lessons. Oh, again. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this past Friday, I listened to the podcast while standing on the highway in rural Texas. Everything turned out fine. Nothing. $900 and a new water pump couldn't fix, but I had to sit for over 30 minutes because the tow truck arrived. It was a good time for me to listen to you guys uninterrupted and get a little geeked out on the side of the road. Oh, yes. Before I forget, Will, I was in your area last summer and raced the Accenture Chicago Triathlon. Attaches a photo from the race. Yours in triathlon. Try Boomer Bryant. Oh, neat. Oh, my gosh. Awesome picture. So, um, we got to figure out a way to uh, put the pictures in with the podcast for people who have iPods. Yeah, I think I think actually uh we're going to try that this week um this show. So if you if you're gazing at your uh um <laughs> iPod right now um and you see a picture we we'll, we're successful. Um yeah. not, <laughs> it's highly unlikely but uh we're we're going to eventually get that get that in there. Yeah, this the funny it's funny the the title of his uh email here is uh Tri Boomer was geeked on the highway. So uh, yeah. You know, it's it's amazing to me to think that uh, you know so, somebody's broken down on a Texas highway listening to our show, or you know, last week we had Paul from the UK, you know, listening to our show. It's it's uh, I would have never have thunk it. Uh, I know. Uh, you know, just a few months ago. So uh, incredible. Thank you, thank you. Um, okay, I'm going to um, try to call or surprise a triathlete. Um, so. Uh, oh yeah, we're gonna call. Let's see if we can get a hold of Hilburn. Hilburn, and and you know what? We have pictures of Hilburn too. So if we get this iPod picture thing to work, then um, pictures of Hilburn will be flashing. Okay, we're going to have to do that then. Um, I will. I will figure out a way to do it. In, okay. Um, um, okay. Hang on. Hang on. Here we go. Hilburn. Here we go. All right. Here we go. Oh, how exciting! This is um, 
She'll be really surprised, too. Yeah, ge- like genuinely surprised. Not faking surprise like everybody else. <laughs> yeah. There we go. Okay, you talk or you want me to talk? Uh, you talk. This is Silver. Please leave a message. Uh, I check my home voicemail much more frequently, so uh, leave a message there as well. Thanks. At the tone, please record your message. Hilburn, it's Ian Will and the Shaggy Kahuna, and we're a little freaked out because the voice on your answer machine is like a lot deeper than we thought it would be, and his <laughs> name is Hilburn. So, yeah. Um, we're wondering if you wanted to be on the show. Give us a call or email, and we'll we'll set up the time. All righty. Thanks, okay. Hilburn. Bye. Bye. Okay. Well, uh, we couldn't get a hold of Hilburn, um, and uh, so she was she was the one scheduled for this week. And um, we were going to call Karen next week because um, it was closer to her birthday. But uh, I guess we're just gonna maybe try to flip flop them, and uh, let's see if we can get a hold of Karen. All right. She's uh. Being dialed right now. All right. Here we go. Okay. Hope she's home. Hello? Uh, Karen, it's the Trigi Kahuna. And I am Will. How are you? Hi, how are you guys doing? Good. Surprise. Well, this is kind of (laughs) cool. So what's what's your Sunday plan? Well, we're actually going to go see Dora the Explorer's Pirate Adventures for my son's birthday today. Oh, oh wow. Happy birthday. Are we interrupting? Oh, no, no. His birthday's not for next week, but the, it's only in town for one day. So. Oh, okay. You're not walking out the door right now, are you? Oh, God, no. It's okay. <laughs> okay. I hope we didn't wake anybody up. Oh, no, no. Okay, um, Karen. We want to know about your your uh, your adventures. Um, we've got you started in triathlon and running. And um, what are your plans for this year? Well, I, I'm going to do Whale Town this year. Uh, it's a Olympic distance here in Iowa, and apparently it's a hard race, lots of hills. And I didn't know that when I signed up for it, but <laughs> um, it sounds like a fun challenge. So. That's my and this, race this, year. this is your first triathlon ever, right? Yes. Oh my gosh! Um, she's like busting out the big guns for the first one. You'll, you'll do it fine. How did how did you get into the sport? Um, you know, to be honest, I found um, your blog Geek, through uh, through Heather at Funny Moods. Uh huh. And you know, you guys just kind of inspired me, and I've had a knee injury, so my doctor said you should try to do cross training and triathlon is by definition cross-training, so it seemed a natural fit. Wow. Wow. And how's your knee holding up? It's, it's good. It's actually really good. Oh, that's... So I haven't had pain in about eight months now, so... And Karen, how many how many kids do you have? Just one. Just one. And how, how old is he? Is he? He's, he'll be four in uh, about a week. Uh-huh. And how is that balancing um, motherhood and uh, triathlon and everything else that you do? You know, not as hard as it sounds, but I, I've only got the one and just full-time job and a great husband, so it makes it a lot easier. Aww. Oh, yeah. Very it, supportive husband helps a lot. <laughs> and so how do you do the bike? You're in, you're in Iowa, right? Yep. And so it's it's a little chilly there? Yeah, actually today it's uh, minus four. <laughs> wow. That's even colder than here. It's like in the 30s here. 
Wow. And so do you train wow. on a you train on a trainer or how do you do the bike? Well, I I've been taking spin classes, but I just picked up my bike yesterday actually. Ah. Oh, what kind of bike did you get? It's a Trek um, <gasps> Good girl. Yeah. And uh it's downstairs on the trainer actually. So ah. I was going to oh, try to get a ride in today. Oh, do you just love it? I do. In I was what very color? excited to pick it up. It's blue. What? It's blue. Oh, And do you have a name for it yet? No, not yet. I haven't really It'll come it yet. yet. Don't I be too I hasty. Should it first. Yeah. Very good. Yes. Whatever you do. The first time I rode my track, I tried to name it, and it was the dumbest thing I ever could have done because um, it just was not the name <laughs> at all. So, read it a good few times or so um, before you get the name going. And wh- what I'm name excited. did you what name did you pick for our listeners? Will my the, my new my true bike's name? Yes. My true bike's name is Apollo. Um, I have a Trek Equinox 9, and it's um, fire engine red. And uh, I don't know what I was thinking, but first time around, my very first ride, um, it kept showing me all the things I was doing so very wrong. And uh, I felt like I needed to do so much work. So I named it Espejo, which means a mirror in Spanish. And, um, you know, come, oh, almost spring here, I went and rode it, and it just... I don't know, it just wasn't uh, speaking to me with Espejo anymore. As a matter of fact, it was saying, why did you name me that stupid name? Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's not my name. And uh, so it was, it was very apparent that its name was Apollo. So. Oh, how nice. And it's a Got he. It's a he. Uh, yeah, of course it's a he. <laughs> <laughs> well, my, bike, my, bike, my bike's a female, so. Well, I would hope so. <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with Not that there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> All right. Um, so, Karen, wh- when is your Olympic distance race? It's on August 5th. Wow. Wow. That's, wow, that's coming up, Karen. We're going to have such an awesome end of the summer. Yeah. So, oh, wait, is our is our Tindler fine in effect? Because I think we've both been saying awesome a lot. I think we, yeah, it is in effect. Oh, crap. So we're in big trouble. You're then. in trouble. You're in trouble, too. Now, Karen, one thing about you is that you're very encouraging on your comments on the uh, on the blog. Um, what what gets you to do that? Um, or, yeah, I mean, why do you why do you do that? I just I, that's how I am. That's how you are. You're an encu- <laughs> you're an encourager. I guess, yeah. <laughs> that may be the dumbest question I've ever asked, but. Um, <laughs> Well, I think what Coon is trying to say is, um, how do you manage to, um, how do you manage to be so supportive, um, you know, with with having all this time to balance, you know, with being a mom and training, and um, you know, it's so it's really hard for me to. I, I try to get around and read um, everybody's stuff, but I don't always have time to comment, um, you know, thought, as thoughtfully as you do. And you know, I'd rather not, you know, say anything than you know just put up a couple little lines or something uh, just to get credit for my comments. But you always manage to have like such very sincere and uh, motivating things that you say. And so I think that's what he's trying to ask: like, how do you um, <laughs> so consistently do that? How do you have the time with everything else? I, I read everybody's blogs every day because you guys inspire me so much. So leaving the comments is kind of my way of saying keep it up. Oh, Karen's the best. She I'm so is. Karen. She and is. This is an early happy birthday, Karen. We were going to call you next weekend. Um, Thank you. But, okay, uh, and, and yeah. Karen, well, let, let's... Well, call next Sunday, actually, because we wouldn't have been here. Well, Karen, thanks for being our surprise at triathlete this week. Well, thank you for calling me, guys. You're welcome. We're really, really excited. And for anybody um, who doesn't know about Karen, which is pretty impossible because she's she's very out there, um, visit IamChickFit.com, and she's got a very awesome little, oh, dang it, 
she's got a very <laughs> cool um, uh, uh, icon profile. Um, what did talk? Oh, actually, before I let you go, tell us a little bit about your profile and why you chose that picture. Um, well, actually, the boys are watching Justice League right now. Um, <laughs> I, I really like. Um, well, we, we got into to superheroes mostly because Tony's been into them and Duncan really loves them. And, and that's your husband so, and your son, right? Yeah, Tony's okay. my husband, Duncan's my son. And um, Hawk Girl is one of the characters on Justice League. And Hawk really Girl, stuff. like bird, the Bird Hawk Girl. Yep. Hawk okay. Girl, and that's the picture that I have. And I really like the character because she's very strong. She's outspoken. And she's, there's a time to talk and a time to fight, and now is the time to fight. And so it's kind of a... Wow. It just kind of inspires me to, to get out there, because sometimes I'm not real good at that. Uh, wow. That's good. What a neat story that is. We ought to make... Um, if you, you know what? If you can um, send me that, like a graphic... Well, I don't know, actually, with copywriting, if there's a way to reproduce that or something, but we ought to figure out a way to, to make some sort of... Um, T I don't know, T shirt or headband or something like that so that you can wear it for your race. Oh cool. So yeah, we're gonna figure out how to get around that copyright stuff. Oh, they're not gonna um. bust you for that little little thing. <laughs> Should do it. That that'd be a great great uh thing to wear before your race or Yeah, race. We'll, have to, we'll have to figure something out. So Okay, cool. Karen. Well thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you. Uh, all right, Karen. Uh, we'll see you later. Bye. Bye bye. <laughs> Okay, so guys, go and uh, check out um, IamChickFit.com, and uh, if you want to follow along with Karen as she gets ready for her first triathlon, which is going to be an Olympic come August, so uh, she's really nice, don't you think? Oh, she's super nice. I, I hope uh, we can figure out that iPod thing so we can put her image up on the on the screen. Yeah, her hot girl thing to yeah. show. Yeah, we don't have to worry about copyright for that. I didn't know what I didn't know what was um, what that was. Um, so that's interesting. Yeah, I always thought that was cool. She had. Um, and for the old school folks, um, she had this picture of a, of a. It looked like a, um, I don't know, like a, like a modern woman kind of girl with the, like glasses. Yeah, and yeah. Coffee kind of thing. Um, but uh, yeah, this is. And she's actually got a whole new website. Her husband's a tech guy, and um, went ahead and they got their own domain, and uh, he set her up with a really nice. Her website is pretty smoking. Everybody should go check it out. Excellent. Okay. Well, then we're gonna go to. Um we're running behind as usual, so um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> let's, uh, let's go right to uh, Coach's Corner, correct? Okay, hey. yeah, let's, let's jump into there. We have some cool stuff. Um, we're going to talk about nutrition and supplementation, and uh, I think it goes right along with the theme of the show since Coach has been um, supplementing the, the chlorine in the pool. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so let's go learn about um, what kind of extras we need in our diet and, uh, and uh, what to be eating right about now. Uh, Greg, we're talking about nutrition this time and uh, some supplementation. So a lot of people have a lot of different ideas about uh, the best diet for endurance athletes. Um, a lot of talk about uh, the paleo diet out there and that sort of thing. So um, branch chain amino acids. So basically um, what I think we want to know is um, what, in your opinion, is the best diet for an endurance athlete, both leading into uh, race season and uh, during the peak of race season, and what kind of supplementation should uh, athletes be Use, be using, if any? Um, I think that uh, supplementation has its place and, and it's important, but it's, um, it, it's, it's, very, it's driven by the market. I mean, it's a real, there's a lot of advertising make you feel like that's really what you have to have, and a lot of times it's overdone, and, 
in the final analysis, I have found that um, except for while you're working out, which is a very specific time, um, and your needs are very specific, I think that you can do it with real food. I think you can come home from uh, a run and you can have uh, cottage cheese and a piece of toast, and that's a really low-fat, very high-protein, good amount of carbohydrates um, that if you time it correctly, you can get that in immediately. And when I say time correctly, I mean you have about 30 minutes to um, refill your glycogen stores after a workout, and then they close to rebuild, and then they're going to reopen about two and a half hours later. So more than... um, what you're eating, I'd first say, when are you eating it? Because if you're waiting an hour to eat something, it's a lot less important what you're eating than when you're eating it. So that said, supplements are fine, um, but they tend to be a lot more expensive, and you maybe need a blender, and you need milk, and you need ice, and it's a, it's a big effort. And I think th- th- they can be nice. If you can afford them and they fit into your schedule, they're great. But if you're going to run and end up at work, then maybe you want to have um, like a little bit of cottage cheese or some sort of sandwich there that you can eat immediately after lunch or after your morning run. So um, as far as timing, I think it's important whatever you're going to eat, you do it within 30 minutes. Uh, I think that something like a Perpetuum product is something that's uh, basically a meal replacement, and you can take that on long runs and you can or hide in the bushes or you can <laughs> put it on your bike on a long bike ride or have it on the pool deck, and I think that's really good to stabilize your glycogen stores and it has a little bit of protein and fat um, to stabilize while you're working out. Um, I I think that's really important and people overlook that a lot of the time. They focus on before and after and and during it's really important to stay hydrated and keep everything uh, really even so you're not dipping too high or too low with glycogen. Um, And as far as fat, I think people are a little too concerned with not eating fat when if you step back and you look at our sport, that's what's really fueling our long efforts is mm-hmm. fat. That said, it doesn't mean to eat, you know, five bowls of ice cream, but, <laughs> like, there are good fats and there's bad fat. Cheese has a lot of bad fat in it, but a little cheese is fine. You, know, you need that. You've really asked your body to step up and do a lot of things. Um, dark chocolate is, they say it's good for you. It has some redeeming values and it's not that high on the glycemic the glycemic index. So that's not a bad thing. Maybe you want to have a piece of that after dinner. So if you're controlling your portions and you're eating wisely, you're eating lots of fruits and vegetables, I think that uh, you can save a lot of money and time by doing that over using uh, supplemented products. Wow. So, yeah, that's definitely uh, one of those things that probably a lot of people weren't aware of is when you eat. So 30 minutes right after, within that window of 30 minutes right after you finish working out is the best time to eat. Otherwise, um, what you eat kind of bypasses what it's trying to help because that window's closed. Yep, that's correct. Would the next best time then to eat be that two and a half hours well, later? Uh, I've been asked that before, and, I mean, People say, well, then should I not eat if it's, you know, and if you've gone for a run and, you know, you're going to stretch out and you have to shower and it ends up being 45 minutes, it's, the research that I've read says that 30 minutes is optimal. I still think that you need to eat something as soon as you can when you're done working out. So um, just make sure you have something and eat it as quickly as you can. So if it's five minutes or 45 minutes, just get it down. Mm-hmm. And if you have to, if you know you're going to be in a hurry, I'd much rather see someone 
shorten their workout and take care of their body with stretching or nutrition than make the workout long and hard, no stretching, no nutrition, no hydration, done, boom, they're into work, and then they can't recover from the workout because there's no point in doing a workout that you can't recover from. Right. If you can't take care of yourself, then you really need to step back and look at your schedule or your timing because you're probably doing too much. Huh. Well, now, there are some schools of thought um, that uh, say that if you're trying to lose weight and you're working out, not to eat until, uh, not to eat three hours before your workout and then also continue to not eat an, uh, until an hour after your workout. So you're supposed to be using, I guess, glycogen or, or, or fat stores or something like that. Is, is that completely inaccurate then? Oh, I don't know if it's inaccurate or it's not. But I, I would say that um, that's, that's a really bad decision for someone who's trying to make gains as an athlete and uh, build muscle because you're really raping your body of um, its glycogen and its fat that it needs to function healthily. Um, you need to be careful about how much you're eating or what you're eating. But if you're going to work out, you need to be fueling your body or you're going to get lightheaded and you're going to start... Um, using that muscle tissue as energy for your body because it's not going to have what it needs. And I would certainly not want any of my athletes, and I wouldn't recommend that anyone uh, use a heavy um, scheduled workout load in conjunction with a diet like the one that you are suggesting because in the end uh, it's going to compromise your energy and your immune system and your overall health, and I think that you won't lose weight because you won't be able to maintain that diet. I see. So um, basically if you just fuel your body the right way and then continue to work out uh, the way you're supposed to, the weight is just probably going to come off eventually anyway, naturally anyway. Yeah, that's absolutely true. Okay. Well, another problem solved by <laughs> the great, great Mueller. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you. Will, you're turning into an excellent interviewer. That was a that was a great coach's corner, and I'm sure oh, everyone would appreciate it. Oh, thanks. It helps to have a star reporter as my co-host. Uh, that'd be me. Yeah, that's, that'd be you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, do I ask a lame question to Karen? You know, you know how that um, when you make a mistake or something just haunts you, you can't get out of your mind. <laughs> that wasn't that's, a lame question. Oh, that was a good question. so lame. Okay. No. I apologize to the listeners out there. Um, it wasn't lame. All right. What's what's next? Um, I think um, are we we uh, have another triathlete chapter, don't we? Yeah, we do. We got a great submission from Porsche, Porsche Lucia, Lucio Lu- Lucio Lucio. If, if, if she's Italian and it's L U C I O, it's I hope you know we're we're getting it right. Lucio Lucio um, Porsche Lucio. And she is uh, she she wrote this. I think it's very cool. It's about her first. Uh, First run and her feeling uh, when she she did it and and uh, how scared she was and sort of the feeling of triumph afterwards. So, um, oh, wow. yeah, it's going to be our fourth chapter in our triathlete book here. Our huh? fourth chapter, and if you um, want to submit your own chapter, we would love it. We need it on a um, you know some sort of audio, and you can either call our numbers uh, that are on our website and um, record it on on just our answer machines or you can send us a you know an mp3 with your audio on it so right and we'll have those numbers um, they're on the sidebar of either trygeekdreams.com or through th3wall.com so all right let's go to Porsche's triathlete chapter all right let's go to the
Another turning point, a fork stuck in the road. Time grabs you by the rest directs you where to go. My name is Portia, and this is my chapter. I woke up this afternoon after a nap with a craving, a strange, crazy craving. I wanted to run, so I got out of bed with the swirl of addiction in my eyes and grabbed my jogging clothes. Pulling my hoodie over my head, I grabbed my camelback and headed out the door. I stepped onto the porch, taking in a deep breath. For years, I have been told that I would never run again due to a recurring knee problem. I loved running track in school, but one day I had the unfortunate experience of catching my foot on a vengeful hurdle that purposefully turned itself the wrong way so that it would not fall. This angry and animate object had my name written all over it, and down I went. For ten years after, I went in and out of the doctor's offices, searching for the right answer that I would run again. I haven't heard it yet, but inspired by my po- by podcast after podcast of delightful stories of racing and training. Billowing through my ears day after day, telling me that miracles can happen, I strapped on my running shoes for the first time since that dreadful moment and exhaled my frustration and disappointment. I had an urge to run, and today would be that day. After a warm-up walk of of an hour, listening to my mind and heart argue over the fact that this was the dumbest idea I've ever had and had and had not consulted the two, heart being on my side, I took off. I could hear the blood pounding in my head, my legs burning, and my lungs crying out. But this maniacal smile crept across my face. I was running. Then I felt that familiar jerk in my leg that warned me of an impeding mechanical lock in my knee joints and came to an abrupt stop. What was I thinking? This was dumb. I hung my head low in shame. Then I realized where I was, how far I ran to get there. I turned to look behind me and realized I had run three minutes from point A to point B. I stood there speechless in the blue and purple light of the setting sun, breathing in slowly my accomplishment. The pyramids weren't built in one day, and people didn't run marathons overnight. But today was the was the day I ran for the first time in my adult life, and I knew I could slowly build the muscles around my knees to run even more. All right, Iron Will, that was pretty nice, huh? That was really cool. I really like what you did with the uh, the heart and mind and and all that. So yeah, it reminded me of somebody. Yeah, so I'll, I don't know. It's a, it's out there, and uh, I'm glad that um, others are seeing it. Kind of makes me feel like not uh, not so odd. <laughs> <laughs> You're still odd, though. Oh uh, yeah. You know that? Okay. okay. It's my thing. <laughs> All right. Um, next, we're going to go to uh, my the last, unfortunately, of my interview with uh, Melanie McQuaid. And um, this oh, is. Oh, I've been waiting for this the whole show. I'm so excited. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's it's uh, we if. If you just join us this podcast, uh, I met uh, Melanie McQuaid on the beach down in Del Mar, and so part of the interview took place um, on the beach, and then we went to the Jewish Community Center in La Jolla, which has just one of the most amazing pools I've ever been at. And um, La Jolla, that's like an upscale town, isn't it? Yeah, it's really uh, it's really good. I think Midwesterners call it La Jolla, don't they? Look at you. Mira, sabes que? So, we occasionally get somebody, you know, out here is like, I want to go to La Jolla. Oh, and, uh, God. So, it's it's spelled J-O-L-L-A, but it's pronounced <laughs> La Jolla. Um, so, anyway, um, and then we uh, we inter- taped some of the interview after this um, swim workout, which he almost killed me. Um, oh. though I Did must you pee in the pool? Did you pee in the pool? I got to know. Um, I have to take the fifth on that one. No, I did. I did not. Um, okay. I couldn't pee next to Melanie. Next to Melanie, but I did. I, I did. Melanie pees in the pool. Do you think Melanie pees in the I pool? I guarantee you, she does. I guarantee you. 
She's that type of type of chick that would uh, pee in the pool. Cool chick. <laughs> so um, yeah, she, she. I did actually pretty good swimming against her um, for like the first two thousand yards, but then she just doesn't slow down. And oh man. And I hadn't been. Um, I still haven't signed up, but I haven't been in a, in a master swim program, and so it was. It was just much more intense than. Uh, um, than I was used to just swimming on my own. So, and these guys are pretty good swimmers too. So, uh, oh gosh, I'll do that. Wow. All right, so let's uh, let's roll the tape. This is the last of uh, my interview with Mel. Okay. <laughs> Okay, this is the third part of my three-part interview with Melody McQuaid, world champion Xterra athlete. As you listen to this, see if you agree with the kahuna that Melody kind of digs him. You be the judge. Okay, and coffee is another one of your secrets, is it not? Yes. Everybody okay. needs to drink coffee. And if you don't drink coffee, you know, you're a bit of a nerd. <laughs> okay, so I don't drink coffee, so... Come to Mecula, which is what? When is that? Uh, Mecula is May 21st, I think. Oh, May 21st. Okay, so I will be um, a coffee drinking, <laughs> mountain bike riding, 200. And a tattoo too. You know, so I'm saving. I'm saving them um, that for my Ironman when okay, I do that. There you go. You know, the, the real races. The real races. Oh, you know what? All of the Ironman people will be assimilated. <laughs> <laughs> and um, how? This is a stupid question, but how long is the bike ride in a Xterra race? It, it kind of. Well, for the pros or for for you? Mere, mere mortals. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that um, it's anywhere from about an hour and a half to. You know, I think Hawaii took some people a really long time. I mean, wow. to, for, for instance, um, like it took me about three hours to finish Hawaii, and um, an hour 45 of Hawaii was on the bike. And there was a lot of people who took a full three hours to do the bike course. So, But Temecula is quite short. I think Temecula took me about an hour 10. So I'd say you should be finished in about five or six hours. They keep saying a boot. A boot? What is, what is that word? <laughs> I don't know. I think it's something about something on the roof. <laughs> boot. Um, okay. Uh, yeah, so five or six hours. All right. Um, bring, lots of, bring lots of sandwiches. <laughs> and is it, this is another dumb question, but is it hard to pass people on the bike in these races? You know, it's funny. Um, Temecula last year, they did. Uh, there was a lot of forum stuff because I guess some of the pro riders were really mean when they were passing people. But They're jerks, basically, aren't they? Yeah, all pros are total asses, <laughs> um, especially the women pros, total bitches. But um, I think that on that particular course, it's really fun because there's lots of single track, but single track means kind of skinny trail. And um, uh, the, the, the point is that if you are blocking, you're not supposed to block the trail. You're supposed to kind of move over and allow people to pass if they're faster than you. Um, but it doesn't necessarily mean that you need to launch yourself into, off a cliff to get out of the way. So um, I think that, uh, like, you, you, if you're slower, someone will pass you. And if you're faster, you'll ride around someone else. It's, it should all work itself out. It's really not a big deal. I didn't actually notice last year that it was um, a problem. We, like, it actually was a two-lap course, and we were definitely lapping a lot of people, but it seemed like the people we were lapping were a lot slower, so I could just zip by really quickly. So just, did, you, did you knock them off the trail when you went by? Oh, I just full on elbow. <laughs> yeah, just elbow right into the into the rhubarb. Absolutely. 
Excellent. Okay, so we're going to go... Um, this is my day with Melanie. So we're going to go uh, swimming now, right, at the uh, Jewish Community Center in La Jolla. Have you swam there before? Yeah. It's a nice pool? You know, something funny happened. I was, I, um, I was at the pool for my first swim, and I jump in late and whatever, and I see this girl, and she's wearing this bright blue zoot bathing suit, and I'm like, hmm, I think I met someone. I think I might have met her last year uh, at the World. And so I said to her, are you Kate Major's sister? And, of course, it's Kate Major. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> so she's just like, Melanie, you are such an idiot. <laughs> like, she just looked at me like you are absolutely a fool. So, anyways, Kate swims there. There's a lot of like, um, a lot of superstars at that pool. So we should have fun. Are there any slow people in that pool? Well, I'm there. Okay. So who's gonna? Can I beat you in a swim? Do you think? I think you might beat me. Yeah, I think so. Because of all your uh, wine and yeah, eating yeah. this week? Yeah. I gained about 50 pounds this week, so... Oh, no, that's going to help me, though. So, uh... <laughs> but I'm pretty lazy. I'm pretty lazy. Good. Well, I'm lazy, too. Okay, well, this is... Uh, the, the surf is still only about uh, 10 to 12 feet, so I think we're going to hold off. It's just not quite big enough. Well, you forgot the jet ski. You brought the jet ski. Oh, yeah, we can do some in. towing. We can do some towing. Um, so we'll sign off from the beach. We'll go to the pool, and... Uh, and then I'll check in after the after the workout and see if I'm still alive. All right, see ya. Okay, we just got done working out, and if um, Melanie ever asks you to go swimming, and they're just gonna do like easy workout, just some technique, stroke technique, whatever. I'm not gonna go hard. Do not believe her. We went uh, four thousand yards. Well, we ten two twenty five. 2,000 yards. See? Oh, no, the total was 4,000 yards. Okay, 4,000 yards. Um, and uh, she's just a machine in the water. You know, you, you didn't slow down the whole time. I was I was baking it. Baking it for Try Geek Dreams. I wanted it to be a good workout. You know, I was trying to keep ahead. Um, okay, and th- so we're going to wrap this up, but one question is, if I go to Temecula and race that race, are you going to act like you know me, or are you going to be like this big pro, and uh, who is this guy and knocking off my bike or something? I'm going to make sure that Greg Welch does all his interviews just with you as you're with your for your first Xterra, and I'll make sure the TV cameras know that it's that it's you, you know, and <laughs> make sure they that. follow you in the race. Absolutely, yeah, I'm going to make a big deal of it. Okay. Okay. Well, I, I'm going to be there. Um, I can't get my hands on a bike, but I'll figure that out. And um, and I'll actually try. I'll practice before I go there. I will. Up the hill. Ride the bike. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Well. Um, Thank you very much, Melanie. It's been fun. Yes, it's been a great way to wind up my trip to San Diego. And uh, hopefully we'll see you when I come back down. And uh, you'll be all ready and you won't fall off when we're in Temecula. All right. uh, Good luck in your season and uh, bring back the world championship. (laughs) Will do. That was the coolest thing, and uh, looks like she's going to take care of you at that race, huh? Yep, I'm going to uh, I'm going to bask in her glory, and uh, <laughs> I'm bringing Robo Stew out there too, just for so he can uh, proof that I know her. I think. Oh, uh, I see. And I he's see. he's all excited about it too, so it'll it'll be a geeky experience. Neat. All right. Well, that was great, and um, I think uh, let's see, we, we I think we're almost done with the show, aren't we? We are, except we have one last little thing called Try Life Lesson, and uh, oh, yeah. or lessons, and this is where uh, Will gives her philosophy on triathlon and life, and 
what are you talking about this this week? Uh, well, you know, it's really interesting that we seem to have uh, concentrated on the pool and everything for this show because that's actually where this next Child Life lesson came from. Um, I was, uh, for some reason, having a hard time catching my breath and realized that I just needed to, in fact, exhale more and uh, exhale more more uh, deeply, I suppose, if, that's, if that makes any sense, um, in order to uh, catch my breath. And so I thought, you know, that that really makes sense for life too, so uh, that's what this one's about. Oh, cool. Oh, cool. Let's, let's listen right now. Okay. It started out like any other day, like any other swim. There was no particular panic in the air, or in the water for that matter, but then it always sneaks up on me like that. Does she have a fever? Deadlines. Editors. Mommy, what's for dinner? Lesson plans. Hey, can you pick up some more stamps? Roberto is suspended because... Stress. 3.30 brick. Tuesday time trial. Oh my God, is that chocolate? Dropping out? No, no tengo noticia buena señora. Lo siento. Strep throat? But she just had that. Professor Korn, we're adding four more students. Uh, oh yeah. Iron Man. I was swimming this morning. Nothing crazy. Nothing that I hadn't been doing for several weeks now. I was handling it all. And even doing well. But this morning, oddly, I just couldn't catch my breath. I had plenty of time in my stroke, but the air just wouldn't go in no matter how I gasped. 600 yards of this, sucking in just enough to get by, but not really enough to satisfy. And then it happened. Water went up my nose and I started to choke. I blew out hard. An exhale like none that had come before. And to my surprise, the next breath I took reached a little more deeply. It was as if I just needed to make some room in my lungs. So I exhaled even harder the next time and breathed a little more deeply until after enough rounds of this, I breathed to capacity. It felt really good to breathe again. So I figured, maybe a little exhaling is all I need when things sneak up on me like that. A little Friday night special occasion to look forward to all week, just my family and me. No answering the phone. Maybe I'll wear jeans in the middle of the week just because I feel like it. Yeah, there we go. Huh. <laughs> So, will I ever learn to go at anything less than full speed? Well, I suppose I'd better not hold my breath. Well, you keep doing it, topping <laughs> yourself. That was excellent. <laughs> and I, I might be a guest to try life lesson next, next week about how to pee in the pool without, without detection. Without yeah, without the red ring radar. Exactly. That, no. Uh, okay. I'm, I'm not, uh, okay. This is this is the last time I'll mention pee and pool in the same uh, <laughs> same breath. Um, wow. Well, well, this is number six. is is almost in the can. Uh, it's not in the can. In the can is like trash can. <laughs> Don't you know that's like a movie term? It's in the it can. is. Yes. Oh, I've never heard can. of that. Oh, like in the can, like, oh, oh, like when they used to have the old, okay. Right. Maybe you're too young. Uh. Yeah, <laughs> Must be in the days when they, uh, when they peed in the pool all the time. Uh, okay, well, we're, we're, we're almost done with uh, podcast number six. I thought it went uh, well. 
Yeah, I think so. I think uh, I think we're getting the hang of this. All right. Well, it's it's time to sign off. All right. That time again already, huh? Yeah. All right. Well, everybody, thanks again for listening, and um, tune in next time for show number seven. Until then, this is Ironwell signing off. And this is a Triki Kahuna saying aloha and mahalo. But before we get to the rest of the business, we'd like to thank our sponsors of Get Your Geek On this week. And we have a second-time sponsor, Michael Pajaro. We want to thank him very much. And always, Canada Pat, our tech consultant to the stars. Yeah, Pat totally rocks. And if you want to be a sponsor, you could uh, go to either uh, Will's website or my website and press the... We have a PayPal buttons on there and... uh, Help us uh, get a little bit out of the red. We're not even out of the red, but help, help us uh, ease, ease the deficit a little bit. And uh, any, <laughs> any contribution would be welcome, and we really appreciate it. And one more thing we're going to start doing is um, sending out some promo material. We have, um, we're in the process of getting a few new sponsors in the form of Core Performance and uh, different things, maybe Cliff Bar, um, Trisports.com, Dental um, Box, these sorts of things. So, um, the donations we get will help cover the shipping so that we can send you guys out the free promo materials that yeah, we get. So this, the swag is... Uh, the swag. Is, Simply Stu says. And if you are out there and you have some swag you want to get, send us and uh, and then we can promote your business, uh, let us know. We'd, we'd love yes. to do that. Definitely. And um, one more one more place you might want to stop is uh, getyourgeekon.spreadshirt.com. We have uh, T-shirts available with the show logo, and uh, you can help us get the word out and uh, get a little something in return for your donation. So yeah. Oh, I got that. my sh- I got my shirt by the way. Well, it, oh, you did. You oh, it? it's awesome. Yeah, you guys got to get it, man. I, I'm I'm wearing it proudly. My wife just is like. Whatever you know, it's like Triki Kahuna. I'm wearing around the house, but uh, I, she doesn't. She doesn't understand my greatness. Uh, but uh, someday, someday she will. You're so misunderstood. All the great ones are misunderstood. <laughs> yeah. And I think we need to tally up how many times we've said awesome. So somebody's gonna have to send us a bill. Oh, uh, I know that was. We did it. We we really backslid today. Mostly <laughs> you, actually. But you, I know. I know. Uh, oh. All right. All right. All right, and now it's time to get to the business. So Get Your Geek On is sponsored by NEFSA. For all your web hosting, domain, and design needs, NEFSA is your solution. Visit nefsa.com or call 877-99-NEPSA. For comments, suggestions, or sponsorship inquiries, or to submit a soundbite for our next show, visit the sidebar of trygeekdreams.com or through th3wall.com for more information. Get Your Geek On is a production of Iron Geek New Media. Now, stay tuned for our most absorbing moments. And this is Iron Will coming to you from just outside the Windy City, from the Through the Wall. Damn, you already said said headquarters. You're supposed to say labs. And this is Iron Will coming to you from just outside of the Windy City, from the Through the Wall headquarters. World headquarters, isn't it? God dang it. (laughs) (laughs) No, I just keep going. (laughs) Okay. All right. <laughs> and this is Iron Will coming to you from just outside the Windy City. From dang it, dang it. Now look, you totally screwed up my vibe. <laughs> All right. And this is Iron Will coming to you from just outside the Windy City, from the Through the Wall headquarters. Dang it. From the now. Just, oh. And this is Iron Will coming to you just outside the wind.
Look what you did. Look what you freaking did. We need All some, right. we need some right. bloopers. This is fine. We've, but we got enough now. You can go. You can. <laughs> Okay, it says, Dear Will and Kahuna, just enough to tell you I enjoy the podcast, especially Cook at This Corner and Try Life Lessons. Okay, especially Try Life Lessons. <laughs> uh, oh, God. Okay, keep going. <laughs> now, see, I hate when I sound like that. You read this one. I sound like a dork when I do that. Okay, let me do it again. Dear Will and Kahuna, just enough to tell you I enjoy the podcast. Podcast? Yeah. All right. Well, let's go to uh, Porsches, and and um, and she's she's a good model. So you can. What am I talking about? <laughs> <coughs> All right. Let's let's go to uh, Porsches. Try life lesson. No yes, fudge. How about? <laughs> let's just get right to it. How about that? Okay. Yeah. This week we're we're talking about. Uh, oh yeah. Well. Yeah. This isn't getting right to it. I'll shut up and. Uh Oh, that's good. Okay, let me just make sure this recorded. I'm sure it did. Just, oh, God, uh, I'm going to kill you if it didn't.